Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hi, and welcome to the 300th episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. <laughs> I'm Kyle. I'm here with my co-hosts, Diami and Sean, and tonight we're celebrating this great episode 300 with the original founders of the MWA podcast, Tom Iovino and Chris Atkins. Plus, we have an extra special guest, the podfather of all woodworking podcasts, Matt Vanderlist. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey, happy to be here. <laughs> Glad to be here. Outstanding. And I'm I'm flabbergasted that, uh, Matt, this is the uh, first podcast you've been on since you've kind of been back in the community these last couple of months. You, I'm like completely floored that uh, anybody even asked. Normally oh, I'd be come like on. the uh, Wait, yeah. you're back? Why? Dude, what did we do you, wrong? When you posted <laughs> well, that it's, first it's, video have... back and I heard the intro music, it just brought me right back, man. Oh, it was it, like yeah. 2009 all over again. I believe good. that's called PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> You'll remember that forever. Oh, yeah. Do you know how many months it's been since we've had a router bit? Uh, <laughs> enough that uh, if I were to do that, uh, that voice, <laughs> uh, I'd probably have to get like therapy on my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I think I, I practiced that in the car the other day. I was like, another like, funny that you mentioned that. And uh, I went, my family once again was just like, no, stop. Yeah, that needs to end. <laughs> who, who was sending you those router bits? Was that Eagle or Whiteside? Oh, it was, uh, Whiteside. Oh man. Yeah, it was yeah. Whiteside because uh, they were doing a, the router bit of the month with yep. uh, Woodcraft, and so that was it was actually Woodcraft that was. You know, was doing it, but yeah, then ended up working directly with Whiteside at one point, and then I think that's when they came to their senses and they're like, "Get all the woodcraft, they'll take care of you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually won something from you one time. Um, it was a Milescraft right. hinge for like interior doors and exterior doors hinge kit. Okay. Like little templates and stuff, and I was like, mm-hmm. I, "It's in a box somewhere. I still have it." <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's yeah, never been open. Those doors, but... right? <laughs> The, the original one they sent me is in the box also. So you know, uh-huh. we've got a matching pair. So one day in the future, you guys will pop those boxes open and man, boy, howdy. It's all over after that. That's right. Their value immediately plummets. <laughs> that's right. That's right. never been the same. Well, the first thing I wanted, wanted to mention was since we are here at episode 300 is believe it or not, the MWA podcast is the longest continuing running woodworking podcast since uh, Matt, your chucklehead friends quit for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wondered about that. There, yeah, is, is it a technicality? I mean, really, were they gone? Was it a hiatus? Or... Here. I mean, really, we're getting down to it, but yeah. we if can you announce you're stopping yeah. and you stop and then months later you come back, I'm going to say that that's not continually running. Okay. Well, we, we may have taken breaks, but we never told anybody about that's it. That's right. We were so just continuous. <laughs> well, let's take this as the Jeopardy world. There was the original. Remember a long time ago, there was the original game show Jeopardy before Alex Trebek. Now, that ran for like 10 years, and then he took a long hiatus, and then he brought Alex Trebek in. You can't say that's continuously running in those 10, 15 years. There you go. So, I mean, if you're going to take a break, it's time off. All right. Doctor Who's been around for over 50 years, but there was a huge break. (laughs) Well, I mean, technically, I guess in that case, I could say that Matt's Basement Workshop is the first and longest running because I never, ever put it out there that I I left. 
<laughs> I just, it just stopped for a while. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, there was a big gap in there because I was editing and it just took me a long time to edit ah. that, that video. Mm. I, I had to tweak it just the right way. There was a cut in there. I just couldn't nail. So but I'll tell you, the, all those recent time. videos, you've nailed it. That that All that time editing was well worth it. Well, yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. That yes. was also six, six plus years, give or take. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, that was also uh, my family saying, hey, this uh, this furlough that you're on. Um, it needs to end or you need to get in there and leave us the hell alone. <laughs> uh, a, a good use of your time. If you're if you're home, if you're stuck home, you might as well, especially if you have the background. Yeah. There you go. Now, I didn't hear that uh, or I did see that you posted that your furlough is now ended. That's correct. Yep. So officially, as we're recording this right now, uh, the next week is when I will return to work. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be really interesting um, because I'm not sure if I know how to do it. Golf club. Fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. I know I was pretty stoked yeah. about it. But so but my, now what happens to my furloughed life uh, Instagram? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that it ends. It is active and running when Matt is furloughed. So yeah. yes. there you go. Yes. So the, the editor and everything there is being furloughed for right now. <laughs> well, I probably shouldn't give Matt this idea, but if Matt did release another podcast since you never officially left, then you would still be the longest continuing running podcast. Yes. I should look into that one of these days. If I can. <laughs> what was the one you used to record in the car during the soccer games? Was that just uh, a video review part of Wood Talk? That, that might have been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Didn't you have the ones where you read a blog posts? That was yes. great. Uh, so, yeah, Spoken oh, Wood yeah. Podcast. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And let, let me tell you. So I do like that that Google search. Like I set up one a long time ago, like with my name, because I always want to know what people are looking up. Uh, and then like Matt's Basement Workshop and then Spoken Wood Podcast. But here's the thing. I never like put it all as like one term. So – I have to tell you that there are some weird things that come up with those various search terms in it. And there's a part <laughs> I'm like, I really should adjust that search, but it really takes you down a rabbit hole. So <laughs> interesting. Well, what first made you uh, come into podcasting? Um, so mean, what, what was this like 2006 or seven, somewhere yeah, around like there? 2006. Oh. Uh, so uh, January, was it January 26, 2006? Not that I remember no. was the uh, release of the very first episode of, of Matt's Basement Workshop. And it all came about because my wife gave me a, an iPod and I was immediately like, of course you could load music on it, but hey, there's these things called podcasts. And I'm like, what's this? So I started listening. And do any of you remember the MTV VJ Adam Curry? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. So Adam, Adam Matt, Curry had... Matt, he was, Matt how yeah. old are we? Well, of course, <laughs> we, of course we do. You're not talking to a 25-year-old woodworker here, okay? That's right. Uh, yeah. I listened to well, there, MTV before Adam Curry, damn it. Well, there <laughs> might be people Headbangers that, ball, yes. Yeah. 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 So, well, there might be people out there that are like, MTV had V what? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, but uh, Adam Curry had had a, uh, this daily show, and he was always encouraging people to to do podcasts. And he had a, like a network he was putting together, and I, I was always looking to see if there was anything woodworking because this was like when I was first getting into it. You know, there's that that period when you first start woodworking, and maybe some people are still in this, where you are so enthralled by anything and everything woodworking, like you can't mm. walk past a newsstand. If there's a possibility that there might be something that is even remotely related to woodworking, mm -hmm. you know, so that, that was yep. this period of my life. 
And so I was looking for, and this was even like kind of almost pre-YouTube. In fact, I think it was pre-YouTube. So there wasn't really much on there either. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what I'm just like, well, if nobody's making it, why don't I make it? And then I always tell people, and this is the God God honest truth. uh, I was going to make it. We're going to list. Yeah, that too. uh, Because it is awful. Um, People are going to listen to the show. They're going to go, God, this is horrible. I can do better. They'll create a show. Hence, Mark Spagnuolo. And thus, <laughs> I will now have something to listen to, and then I can quit doing the show. Oh, there you go. Yep. And then the Wood Whisperer came along, and now I'm like, oh, you're going to steal my thunder? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then um, how'd y'all actually team up? Did, did you call him? He called you? Um, so I don't know. Did you know, y'all have like a duel me. in the middle of the internet or what? No, he, he pursued me. Pursued me uh, really Of course. Cool this time. You, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, listen, you're a flash in the pan. Um, <laughs> you amount to nothing. I don't even know where this name came from. Wood Whisperer. <laughs> and so that's what, I, yeah. So we, 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 cause in the beginning we always kind of were helping each other out, you know, cause he definitely was way more technical than I was and mm-hmm. all these other things were going. And that's when I, I may, he's, I want to say even maybe Nicole was her idea, but I'm not certain. But anyways, he approached me and said, what do you think about doing this show? And I'm like, he hemmed and hawed on it for a while and then finally agreed to do it. And the rest is now questionable history. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I remember there was there was not much woodworking content anywhere. And when y'all first did the shows, I had been in woodworking. I don't know, maybe a year, but probably more like six to nine months when that, that those came out. And I would like re-listen to them over and over again because it's only, you know, audio woodworking content that was out there. So uh, I've been a fanboy for a long time, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, those were great. And boy, I would I probably need to go back there and listen to like the first five episodes and go. Mm, right. Interesting. You have a death <laughs> wish. Is that what? <laughs> That's exactly. I cringe every time I even attempt to listen to one of those. I don't know that so, I've ever listened to one of the MWA podcasts that I was on. I just never could. Even editing, I would I would learn to edit without uh, without listening. Without listening. <laughs> I listen to everyone. Because yeah. so, so here, wow. like you could see like if somebody said um or something like that, you could see it and splice just bits and pieces. Yeah. But yes. I never like to listen to <laughs> uh, I don't edit any of that out Chris, as you uh you'll learn <laughs> you if you listen to this. Um, but I listen to every single one, which is why I'm such a sophisticated podcaster now, because I've learned from all those oh. episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, yeah. Well, um, Tom and Chris, I'm sure we've discussed this before, but uh, t- tell us, uh, let's start with you, Tom. So where are you now and what are you doing? And uh, we'll do the same for Chris and then get back to the creation of mwa podcast so where, tom where are you up to what am i up to well gosh I, I you know i'm surprised that i was even invited back to a woodworking podcast because i haven't touched a piece of wood to work with it in almost four years now actually a little longer than four years um most of my tools mm-hmm. the divorce they had to sell them had to discount them so um so right now I'm like you know i, I had to actually you know break down and go to ikea to buy a, a bookshelf uh mm-hmm. Not did you get the no shame in that? Yeah, did you get the uh, Billy the Billy bookcase? Yep, it was either buy a Billy bookcase or buy every bit of tooling I needed to put everything back together in my shop. <laughs> well, believe it or not, it has to be a year, maybe a year and a half ago. Diami and I had a whole Billy bookcase episode. <laughs> <I think. laughs> 
I bought four of them. A couple. Uh, they are they are the Toyota Corolla, the Volkswagen Beetle of furniture. I mean, yeah. just, you, know, you just get those suckers up, and it's like, okay, it's ready to go. Um, but yeah, so you know, so basically, what, what's happening with me right now is I'm you know getting married later. Um, you know, mm-hmm. my, my first my congratulations. First Thank you very much, wife 2.0, as you, as you pointed out to me once, Kyle. Um, That's uh, right. And yes, it's worked it's, well for me for he, 24 years. So, yeah. Such a fine place. sediment. It was a good thing. <laughs> um, now what's happening is I am studying for my master's in journalism. I should have that December this year. All right. Well so done. What's that happen? Congratulations. So are you, are you going to stay in the public information sector? Or, I mean, I don't know how that would possibly work. I'm going to work for a newspaper. Well, I, <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm, no, no, no. He, he, nobody's getting paid in newspapers. He's no. going to be the thing. editor of Knit and Pearl. Is what <laughs> I heard. <laughs> Knitting woodworking stuff. Yeah. Uh, so what's happening is I'm about four years away from retirement, of all things. Or not. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and you're getting your master's? Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting, so here, here's, what, here's what my plan is, my nefarious plan. Um, I plan on after you know retiring from the eight to five Monday through Friday gig is to is to go on and become a professor. So yep. I figured I need a master's to to do that. At that point, I'll have more free time to actually get back into the craft as well. So put the two together, and I think I should be okay. Um, so that's you know that's that's where I stand right now. So but that's like another four years in the future. Although I will get my master's degree by this December, which should free up a lot of time because. Going for a master's degree takes a lot of time. (laughs) You know, it's plus a full-time job on top of that. It's it's not something for the weak, you know, for the weak need. I'm telling you, it's just tote that barge, lift that bell, and get that stuff in on. So, um, you know, once I get that done, then you know there'll be a little bit more free time for me to start considering. Okay, do I want to start getting back into the craft a little bit at a time? Tom, that's when you're going to move the bench back into the living room when you when you graduate and you have more free time. Right back in the living room in front of the TV, and then you know my my fiance, my wife can you know. She at the time, of course, she'll be able to see me woodwork. Exactly. Of watching the logical choice. Absolutely. You know, relationships are about honesty. You might want to show her that before you get married. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, she's already she's already seen the blog, which is great. I mean, you know, Tom's work matches years of material on it. So, yeah, and the fact she didn't run says a lot about it. That's fantastic. There's a couple times she goes, "You built that." And I said, yeah. she goes, are you sure? Because <laughs> it doesn't look like something you would have built. <laughs> well, you know, it's probably the soft focus you had on those pictures. That well, really it was perfect. So, well, anyway, so Chris, so what have you been up to? Um, you know, we um, moved into the house we live now. Um, I don't know, be three mm. years in October. Um, my That's shop. a beautiful place. At least the stuff I've seen on Instagram. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's we we love it. It's a nice house. We we've enjoyed it. We you know spent about a year building the house. Um, we still have the townhouse that that my shop was in before, and my shop was still in there until COVID started. And so just you know just with work and uh, my daughters, my wife, she's and actually she went back to school to get her doctorate. And so things just got busy and, um, really I, I'm sort of like Tom, I, I, I couldn't call myself woodworker there for a couple of years. And then at the beginning of COVID, I decided that, Hey, it's time to get my shop back. So, um, I had my, my, what was supposed to be in the shop in the new house, the one car garage was more of my hot rod, uh, mm-hmm. 
garage that my Chevelle was in. And so I moved the Chevelle out, put it in the other side and moved my shop over. And so I've had the shop back about, I don't know, two and a half months now. So I've actually been spending some time in the shop and did a couple of projects in there and had some other stuff uh, outside around the house and stuff, a greenhouse and stuff I'd built. So, uh, yeah. Cool. It's- well, what have you actually made in the shop? Because see, I've seen pictures of you on the boat, but I haven't seen pictures of things coming out of the shop. <laughs> you know, I think it's kind of like like normal when you start getting the shop back again into a new space. You know, you realize all the stuff that you need kind of in the shop. So a lot of it's been, you know, building. Uh, I took a, an old cabinet that I had, basically redid the entire thing to set up to put my hand planes and stuff in, uh, built a bunch of shelving in there. So nothing a whole lot for the house just yet. Most of the stuff mm-hmm. I've been doing is just kind of, um, shop items to get, get everything put back together to where I can actually start, you know, building stuff more efficiently in it again. Yeah. You know, Chris, I got a question for you. So you and I are kind of in a, in a similar situation where there was a, a kind of a gap in there. And then we kind of have this opportunity to get back into the shop and try a few things. Now, this is what happened to me. And I'm curious to see if this is true for you too. That first project I did, I was like, I don't want to say I was like laser focused on it, but man, I got through and there was a part of me. I'm like, I can't believe I actually got this done. And, and there was no issues with the tools or anything like that. It just kind of got going perfectly fine. The second project, suddenly, apparently my attention span got a little <laughs> off whack. And so they like, it took longer to do a much smaller project. And right. then I started getting obsessed with like, well, I don't like the way that those clamps are hanging. So now in the middle of the project, I have to go take care of those things. And then I come back to it and I start working on it. And then I finally finish it up. And then the third project comes around and that one takes three times as long. And once again, I think maybe from the first two projects, now all my tools are scattered all over the shop again because, well, I was using them. So I was suddenly being reminded like, man, it can take you a long time to do a project. You know, and yeah. it just turns out it's just complete disorganization. No, I 100 percent agree. Matter of fact, when when I moved the shop, you know, I moved everything, got it exactly where I wanted it, or at least I thought I wanted it, put everything in, had it nice, clean, neat. Um, I had a cabinet that I redid. Uh, my daughter's got like a little makeup vanity uh, cabinet with mirror that her and I, she actually spent quite a bit of time in there with me kind of redoing this. It had some woodworking stuff that needed to be fixed on it. And then, you know, sand it all down, refinish it and all that. And then at the same time I was working on my greenhouse outside Mm -hmm. and, you know, all of it was wood. So, so I've got about three projects that I was doing at the same time. And like you said, I was really doing well and moving through things really quick. And then, I went, my old shop was basically, I had both, uh, I had a two car garage in our, our old house that was my entire shop. So in this house, um, our two of our cars are in the two car garage. So my new shop is in a one car garage. So I basically have half the space that I did. And I realized how fast that a shop can become just disorganized. And so <laughs> next thing I know, and, and not only that, I actually have to park the golf cart in there when I'm not working. So the shop just got completely cluttered really, really fast. And so I had to kind of take a step back and go, all right, how do I make this function a little better to where in between projects, I'm not, you know, just so cluttered and, and the project I'm not so cluttered that I just Mm -hmm. can't do it. Right. Well, you put the Chevelle back into the one car garage and you take over the two car garage. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) seen that to my life and, um, I, I, didn't, I didn't go over. <laughs> no, because you know, actually, so in our old house, the the 
two-car garage in that house originally. Um, I moved my truck outside, and I took half of the garage as my shop, and my wife still parked her car in. And mm-hmm. then probably, I don't know, about a year into that, I looked at her, and I said, I need you to park outside. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're garages in name only. Yeah. <laughs> When you have your shop set up in a garage, it's a garage in the name only. That's all it is. When we moved to this house, she says, there's two garages. You are not taking my garage. Well, you know, here's a, here's a funny thing is like talking about like the garage. I've actually been toying with the idea that if I am going to keep really doing more with the wood, with the, with the wood shop, which I do, that I've got a couple of projects that I think I want to do. So I figured that's going to take me another five years to finish the first one. Nice. Um, I was thinking about actually moving things into the garage so up out of the basement into the garage and it has everything to do with the fact that the bathroom is so much closer to the garage than the basement and because i'm a man of a certain age and <laughs> I'm a, i gotta get in there and i don't need to be tripping up the stairs and having anything else happen so that's that's my my number one so i have actually been really eyeing the garage and i even had the discussion with samantha at one point i'm like so do you think i can and her whole thing was like you can have your side do not touch mine. I'm like, but can I move your car out and expand into there temporarily? And so there's negotiation on that. Good luck. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The trick is negotiations to- never work out like that. So you got to put down the wood floor while her car is out, and then it just sorry, honey, it's a nice floor now. You can't drive on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't met my wife. <laughs> oh well, that's fantastic. So, uh, so Matt, tell me, so. Um, I should have gone over this with you earlier, but uh, so what exactly is your day job? I know it revolves around a lot of travel, so you must have the miles just racked up on airlines. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm getting there. I, I do. I do like my my status. Um, in fact, I was freaking out with uh, the the furlough with COVID nineteen and the the whole not being able to travel, like, what's going to happen to my status? And then thankfully, all the uh, places that I'm staying and the airlines and everything said, don't worry, we're freezing it for the year. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. And it was funny because that was the my biggest concern going into this was I was not going to get my status because I need my my extra bag of peanuts when I get on the plane. (laughs) Um, But uh, so really, my, my day job is it's kind of an extension of what I was doing as my day job even back way back in the day when I was doing the podcast. So I actually work for a medical device company and it's a device that I used in the lab. So I had a lot of familiarity with it and I go out and I'm an application specialist. So my job is to train other people in the lab how to use the equipment. And then I also come in and I do troubleshooting with them just to make sure that they're using the equipment correctly. And then on top of it, uh, I also do ongoing education in that field. So I'll come in and work with the uh, the lab specialists and then also some of the doctors and, and help train uh, them a little bit. So, yeah, I have a, I have a really weird territory that makes mm-hmm. zero sense. It's like Lower Peninsula, Michigan. The person that covers the Upper Peninsula actually travels up from Chicago to get up to the Upper Peninsula. Um, <laughs> of I course, complete, it makes perfect sense, yeah. Right, yeah. It, 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 well, then I, I skip over uh, Ohio and I immediately go into uh, all, almost all of Pennsylvania except for Philadelphia. Uh, I now have uh, <laughs> Western New York. I've got a little snippet of Northwest West Virginia and a really weird little snippet of East Ohio. It literally looks like somebody <laughs> spilled coffee on a map and it was like, Matt's got this. So I keep asking him, like, can I have a land bridge? Just give me Toledo. Anybody else can have the yes. rest of Ohio. Just- 
give me I'll Toledo. I'll meet you for dinner, dude. Come to Toledo. Let's go. Right there, you go. Right, yeah. And and my boss is like, no. I'm like, damn it. Uh, <laughs> now I will say, I will say the UP from Chicago is an easier drive than your drive to yes. the UP. I will give him that. But yes, the rest so there, of it. It does make and the funny thing is, I mean, anybody that's been to the UP, you know, that it's it's all it's pure hunting and it's like, you know, that kind of a thing. Like, like, like the idea of a vegetarian just means that you eat extra potatoes on your plate, <laughs> you know. And so the person that actually covers it, um, she's a, 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 a vegan. And so nothing mm-hmm. is funnier than she's like, well, you're familiar with the uh, the UP. Where's a good vegan restaurant? And I'm like, uh <laughs> You mean a side salad? <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own. Yeah, no, so I, I'm like I actually, a coworker actually was selling property up there. It's like 80 acres and they wanted, I mean, it was dirt cheap, but it was off the grid hunting ground. Like that was purely its, its intent, you know, and there's plenty of that up there. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous for the one week in the summer when it's not snowing. <laughs> I know my, my, my brother, my younger brother went to Michigan tech, uh, and it's up near like Copper Harbor in the, the North end of the UP. And he sent me a picture. One of the first things was, uh, a like utility vehicle with a huge plow on it parked to the side of the road. And it said this year's snowfall measured in feet, you know? <laughs> and so it comes in in like late July and, and melts by June and you're just screwed all over there. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere else. Yes. Yeah, Man. it's nuts. Well, did you find that uh, some of your work with Matt Basement Workshop actually applied to your day job as your current day job training and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it, it does a little bit. The yeah. uh, having to explain things out, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and having those interactions and, plenty and dealing of, with Internet trolls. Yeah, I was just going to say there's, there's plenty, <laughs> plenty of them. Trust me. Uh, and because actually there is there is a Facebook group with a very outspoken person that does not like our product. And, it's, and he happens oh to God. actually be one of my clients. In fact, the um, uh, I, I it was so funny because like when I, I went in, I, I didn't know that this person worked there and I was talking with their boss and somebody looked over and I had like that, like, like I just saw Sasquatch and I'm like, oh, oh my God, I just, and like, I almost completely lost my train of conversation with, you know, my, my train of thought with the, what I was talking with the, his boss about. And I'm just like, um, I gotta go. <laughs> I went out to my, out to my car and I was talking with my team and I'm like, I found him. I found him. I mean, he's, he's here. We get here now. He does exist. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> but it was, but yeah. So from, from the podcast, having these conversations and trying to explain things, um, and, and all of this has actually translated over pretty well with, uh, being able to have, again, have the conversation, do the training, walk through these pivot where I need to come up with, you know, all these different things. And we're actually even working on some stuff where maybe my, my new manager is kind of like, so I hear you used to do something on the internet, like with video Ooh. or something. And I'm like, mm, it depends. <laughs> what site were you on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say I was the content creator in the original sense of the word, not what the hipsters are talking about these days. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. TikTok to me still is the sound the clock makes. Yes. <laughs> Well, um, we're all old. Exactly. Yeah, we are. Well, Diami, Tom, Chris, anybody yes. jump in here. So tell us, and I'm sure, you know, this is one of these episodes when we probably should put something up front saying, hey, if you're new to this podcast, skip this episode. Episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or skip this one. <laughs> but um, but uh, for those for those, you know, 
uh, semi-new or uh, long-time listeners, why don't we go back in time and talk about how the MWA podcast came to be? Listeners may find this hard to believe, but it started with... <laughs> What's that, SCTV? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going back in time. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, it, it started with a tweet. And Chris, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you sent out something about your monthly breakfast at the diner with the local woodworkers. And um, I I responded and I think we were originally talking about setting up local chapters and we're just chatting about it. And somehow we got the book from Taunton and that we decided we should record that. And that really started the podcast. Yeah. I think we go even further back to the origin of the name. The Ami and I actually, we were talking about some stuff and that we were doing the monthly breakfast and we were talking about how, you know, on Twitter, but it was talking about how woodworkers should come together. And so I think the and I did a cross post first. And then from that, we kind of moved on. Taught and yeah, and ended up I'm sorry. The, the we all knew each other. It's not like I was, you know, some stranger tweeted and I said, Hey, can I join? Um, right. So we did actually have a relationship prior to the podcast. Yeah, and then Taunton sent out um, the book, uh, Tommy Back's book, and then we're like, what do we do with this? Do we just all write blog post on it? Do we? And we just said, well, why don't we all just basically do our own review on it, get on and record it, and then figure out what to do with it. And that was the first episode. You could tell it was the first episode because it's only 24 minutes long. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I didn't God. know how long. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Tom, you mentioned something about going back way back. Yeah, well, to... let's let's go back even to the origin of the name. Oh, yes. We're, we were at Woodworking in America, and I can't remember who the presenter was. George Walker. Talking, George Walker. And he kept asking, he kept talking about modern woodworking. Oh, my God. But, but I you got to back up. Story. It was, it was, who was in that little cluster? It was me, you, Matt. I was there. Uh, yep. Sean. I know um, Mark was there. There were like, yeah. Eight of us just being the smartest in the back of the room. The, yeah, I was at that MWA, but I was in a different class. I think we were literally tweeting to each other about the class yeah. instead of passing notes. Yeah, it's all the tweets. Yes. Yeah, it's all the and, tweets. And, but. And, and somebody, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he got, and he asked, what is you know who it was? Oh. It was Adam King. Adam King. Oh, God. Oh, oh my God. Yes. That's, that's who asked right. the question. Name. Jesus. I forgot and, about and it. Asked, wow. Asked, what is modern woodworking? And well, no, but George kept talking about whatever the hell he was talking about, classical style. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he called his thing. And he kept comparing it to modern, but he hadn't defined modern. So that's what brought the question up. Yes. And, and, it, and, it, and it just stopped him, right? His tracks. I, yeah, I he remember it vividly. And um, there was like, at that point, we, we like, it like, it was like the lightning bolt just struck right down. And it was like, okay. I think we got an idea here <laughs> because a lot of us were, you know, we're doing modern woodworking. We're doing like a more modern design, kind of that post mid century stuff. We were using a lot of modern tools, obviously, when we're working. So we what came like, to be known as a hybrid woodworking stuff. Yeah, hybrid woodworking. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of hybrid. Yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hand planes, you had your chisels. And then you also had like, you know, everybody had a table. Saw. So we, we, we sort of had the idea that why don't we just kind of, you know, and it was the next year. With the blue shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. And it, it said on the front, I'm a, I'm a modern woodworker. It had the logo. And in the back, it had everybody listed. Yep. I still have I still have two of those shirts. Yeah. No, I think I, I have at least one. And we all wore it. 
And uh, you know, we went into the it went into guy's class again, and he looked at us like like we had all grown third eyes. It was hilarious. <laughs> and, um, and from that point, I think it was just within the next three or four months after that, we decided that you know we should probably because Wood Talk Online was 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 doing a was doing a great job that we thought wouldn't it be great if we jumped in? if if Spagnolo and Vandalus are doing it, how hard could it be? That's yeah. right. <laughs> and we were, that is a great question. And let's be we were like we were like discount bin would talk online. Yes. I mean for years. And we still I think we still are. And, and, and well, I'm glad you guys finally realized that. It always hurt uh, me to have to say it behind your back. But yeah, yeah. No, no. that was that was always pre roll and there we go how bad we were. I get it. <laughs> If you're a Patreon member, you hear them talk bad about us. <laughs> and they don't even pay me to come out and talk about it. <laughs> the funniest thing was, I think it was when we were in Kansas City for Woodworking America. Um, Matt and uh, we, you know, we were recording ours down in a lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're on a floor, actually. No, mm-hmm. uh, in, in mm-hmm. Kansas City, we were at like an empty table on the trade floor. Trade show. Yeah, trade floor. Right. And, yes. and it was Mark and Matt, and they, they all show up and they're like goofing around, shooting video. And of course, we had to, you know, ha, 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 we stopped it. But Mark had failed to realize that I was rooming with him. That was Cincinnati. <laughs> that, that was Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, that was Cincinnati. I know. I think Sean was there, weren't you? Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was there? at the table there when yeah. when Matt came up. Matt, Shannon, and, and Mark came up and they were they were buttoning on <laughs> on our little table yeah. recording. Now, it's funny, I, I just found a photo of that, and that would made me think of that the other day too. And I'm like, hey, I think I'm doing something with these guys. Are yeah. Uh, Matt, <laughs> actually, is that the year that I roomed with you? I um, think it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I snored so loud. Wait, no, that yeah, was. I top. didn't notice. It's okay. I was probably too drunk. If, if anybody goes to my Twitter profile, it's the background image on my Twitter profile. Is the three of you guys st- standing behind our table as we're trying to record, harassing us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yami, do you, do you still have the video of us when we were sneaking up the elevator going to the room? There I was probably a, do somewhere, but, but you know, again, I, just evidence of how old we are. I shot that on Vine. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yes. No, yes. that was that was the year that there was a, a fire alarm in the hotel yes. too. <laughs> yep. The fire alarm. Now that that wasn't was that the trolley car car year too? It, they were no, all trolley cars. They were all trolley car years. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, yeah, but that was the one that ended the trolley car rides for it everybody yeah <laughs> banned for life oh my yeah as we're talking i brought up a picture that i had to go searching for it and there's one with the uh the mic stand the so it's the uh block of two by four. Oh yeah i'm using that now, right now that's oh. yeah still in use today yeah yeah <laughs> the last. yeah style yeah, like so- that Never. So the whole thing was great because it was like Mark, you know, Mark was doing it in the room. He wanted it quiet. He didn't want us interrupting. And sure enough, I had the key. So <laughs> in we went and we brought our cameras. And sure enough, it was it, it, hijinks ensued. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I remember all the swearing after you guys left. <laughs> <laughs> you recorded it, too, which is even better. <laughs> you know, and, and the other the other thing that really just I remember with the fight you mentioned, the fire alarm, it brings it right back to me was, um, you know, at first it chirped a couple of times. And I was in the, in the front room of this suite. So I heard it chirp a couple of times and it was like, ah, it stopped. So I'm, I'm just going to go back to sleep. It chirped the second time. And all the lights went on in the room and Mark is dressed with all yeah. of his all of his podcasting in his backpack. Going, <laughs> Dude, can't you hear it's a fire alarm? You gotta get up and move. I'm like, 
I thought I was the preparedness guy. <laughs> <laughs> we we were still awake. And oh Jesus! You're, who was it? it? Was Diami and it was, was me it just and you Diami? and was it just two of us? No, somebody was. We were sharing the room with somebody. I, I know. I couldn't remember if it was Sean or who, but no, we were it wasn't sharing. me. It would have been um uh I, Brian Brazil or somebody. Yeah, I think it might have been Brian. It, it may have been. Was, because I think he he brought us T-shirts that year from from some of. Um, yeah, we we were still up and we sort of ignored it for the first. Yeah, it had that first chirp and then it stopped. <laughs> yeah. See, meanwhile, Matt and I were next door. We were none the wiser. Yeah. When that was actually going on, and so we wake up the next morning, everyone looks like hell. <laughs> yeah. so next door, you're in the other the, hotel. By the escalator the in the conference center, you know, having gotten coffee or whatever, and like Shannon walks in, he's like, "Uh." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to anybody having to listen to this because this was just basically an off-topic of of one of our many adventures of woodworking in America. Oh hell no! What what's a woodworking podcast hell. without tangents? That's the well, whole. Yeah, there, there was a time I got onto the table at the uh, at the Hofbrau house. Yes, yes there yes, was. Yes, yes, there was. was. Yeah, there was that. That was awesome. Tampa Tom came up to North Carolina, and it was in the '60s, and he, w- he bought a winter coat because it was cold. <laughs> I, bought a, I bought a light jacket. Okay, <laughs> I'm walking around in shorts, and he's like double layered up. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, don't forget the uh, the White Castle March at oh, Cumberland. Oh, hell no. Oh, that was, <laughs> can't forget that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that was classic. Yeah, the, he went by that giant uh, postal postal facility, and then yeah. there it was. Oh yeah, I'll have thirty. <laughs> yeah. It was Chuck Bender that really wanted to go there. That's why. Oh, yeah. you know, like, Chuck was all like, over. can't miss this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh. No, we can. Yeah, I think we can. All right. No, Chuck, Chuck was all for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The time I remember most was the uh, the Italian restaurant. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That one yes. comes up periodically in my memory, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we did that? Oh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Rob Bowis won everything. Oh, oh yes. Yep. You got that oh. that amazing saw. That bag saw. And for like the next year and a half, everybody's like, hey, hey, uh, that, that's a nice saw you got. They really had one saw. <laughs> hey, Rob, that's a nice saw. Uh, I don't know. I think it, I think a tradition that should have kept going was the uh, was the calendar. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> On the benches. I still have mine. Yeah, I got mine. Mine's still hanging in my kitchen. In your kitchen? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, eventually the dates come back around. Yeah, Yeah, every seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's in my shop. I've got it on the electrical panel stuck up there. Believe it or not, my wife would rather look at me at a bench than I would. (laughs) Ah, there you go. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There you go. I I still like the one that you guys captured of me because I was on a a Lee Nielsen bench and Tom was in the background. (laughs) Looking at me laying on one of his his benches, that was funny. <laughs> um, now, now, who was it that got that got uh, Charles Brock got teed off at a group? I was of just us. just thinking of this one because that was that would be yeah. a Tom Iovino. Uh, the the he goosed me. We'll put it that way because <laughs> Spagnolo put out there something about if somebody can grab Matt's butt. Yeah. Uh, there was some sort of contest thing here. Yes, yeah, that was the first <laughs> one. I remember that. Yes, and so I was fair game on the, uh, the the floor out there where all the vendors were, and was trying to film something with Charles Brock. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, 
I felt something. Um, <laughs> I felt a lot of something. I think you felt Tom. Yes, and Tom felt a lot of me. And I remember even going up on my up on my toes to try and maintain the shot <laughs> so that I wouldn't move it. <laughs> and uh, um, Chris Bagby from Highland Woodworking was the one that looked at all of you and was like, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was uh, Stephen Taylor that did that. Oh, that. oh, not Tom. Oh, okay. No, one Tom. It was Stephen because I think I think if you pulled uh, your shorts down, Matt, or something like that, or you tweaked you, uh, you got like a. That's when he was just starting the guild, and you got like a free guild, a year of the guild, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that. He's such a good friend. It's good to be a promotion, <laughs> isn't it? Everybody <laughs> loves you. Yeah. And, and speaking about everybody loving you, Matt, I mean, come on. We had that one thing upstairs where we all wore the whoobies. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. The Keystone. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In fact, I, yep, I was just looking at a picture of that one. I've, in fact, I still have that whoobie. Thank you very much. You're very, have, I think Aaron. Yeah, yeah Aaron. I think Aaron was the one that did it, that. It was mostly Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, I still have mine, too. Yep, because I remember I, it was just before then that I, I lost my whoopee, and I was just oh. like, it was the most horrifying day of my life up till then. We got you, we got you fixed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Can I ask a question that's going to yeah. reveal to everyone that I really am not a good woodworker? Wow. Why is it called a whoopee? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I have no idea. Is that, that a regional whoop, name? Whoopee, like, it's just a hat. Whoopee's like a children's favorite blanket, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like a... Yeah, it's kind of like the, your, it, it's item. your security thing. Yeah, okay. it's not it's not about being a hat or a name of a hat or anything. It, it's yeah, a it thing my, that makes makes you feel normal. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was I was much more normal when I wore it. There you go. So, Matt, you I'm glad that on the 300th episode we've all finally learned something. <laughs> still providing knowledge. <laughs> you should wear the whoopee on your next uh, on your next video. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I actually I should probably go figure out exactly where it is and make sure that it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> I can't guarantee it hasn't been used for other things. The moth hasn't gotten to it, you know. Yeah, that, I can only hope it's only. No, that, moth, that, that was full nylon there. It's not. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> it's perfect for this 80, 90 degree weather that I'm heading yeah, into. Yeah, this is exactly. perfect. I'll wear it while I'm running. <laughs> speaking of which i mean let's just go on a personal tangent with matt real quick way to go dude i love the fact that you're getting out there running yeah oh, well thank you thank you very much yeah I, I in fact i did it tonight i was hoping that i would get hit by a car rather than come on this show no i appreciate that it's 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 been a it's been i want to say it's fun but it's not it's running <laughs> It's good for you though, right? Right. You're doing it for you're doing it not because it's ironically not fun, right? I, yes. I will say, Matt, I, I love some of your routes because occasionally you'll post a route that um, is <laughs> very <laughs> biological. When I was looking at the map of our neighborhood and it just for some reason popped out, I was like, "There you go. This is happening. <laughs> now I have to." Perfect. This is why we live here. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, all those years you didn't realize why you'd bought in the neighborhood, and now it all makes sense. Yeah, now yes. it's, it's all coming yes. together. Exactly. For a while, Chris Chris used to goad me on uh, on being faster than me in a half marathon. I think I smoked him by now. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You've probably beat me by now. I believe I have. <laughs> that's a statement of confidence <laughs> I, have a, I have a challenge here well, beat 136 Ugh, pretty good
I'll end my goal there. Matt may take. You. There you go. Keep it up, Matt. I, I once drove a half marathon in ten minutes. There you <laughs> go. Did you run anybody over, Diami? <laughs> well, I figured with all the runners in the in the road. <laughs> Matt, I got a deal for you. Oh. you. Keep this up. No, it's not really. But okay. next year, come to Toledo, Glass City Marathon. We'll do a relay. You don't have to run the whole thing. Run five or six miles of it, and by then you can do that. Get you a marathon and, medal and bring you to Toledo. We'll just work on the getting to Toledo part. <laughs> okay. Do you get one of those feeling... cool twenty-six point one bumper stickers? I do not. I won't wear. I I don't. No, hell no. <laughs> no. I, I and it's not. So would you like one? No, I don't want that shit. I don't care. I don't need people to know. And my wife tries to tell me, like, you're just like, you know, she like almost compares me to CrossFit. I'm like, no, I the fact that I run all the time, I don't talk to anybody. But I'm talking about it now. But I in the, my day to day, I don't say shit to anybody. I don't need to. I don't need to promote that. I think it's funny when people, you know, I don't think it's funny. I think it's it's commendable to say, you know, I've done a 5K, I've done 10K, I've done whatever. But, you know, I I've done enough now that it would be too much. It's just it's not as important. Not me, yeah. man. I'm like, you know what? I just ran a quarter mile and I didn't break a sweat. No, I, no, I made it to the buffet table and no. I went around twice. Here's a picture. Of it. You're you're running like five miles at a time now. Getting there, yes, yeah. I have that's, I have moments. That's huge. I mean, that's really really cool. I mean, yes. a lot of people struggle with with a three mile or even a one mile or ten minutes. I mean, like the fact that you've gotten there is awesome. I, I appreciate that. That's definitely. But it's so funny because every time I see a runner go by, I always go, is that my form? Is that what I look like? <laughs> I do the same thing. Do I look like that? Do I look like that? <laughs> and, then, and then Samantha's like, she's 83. I wish she could look like that. <laughs> well, well, what? To run a mile, you know, just from movies, it takes what? Like four minutes? That's no. a right. Yes. Time no. no. yeah, right. yourself. That's about what you're going to take. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm running about a four hour mile. You talk about the calendar. <laughs> you measure that by days, not by minutes. Yeah. <laughs> really, the running for me is purely about the fashion. So. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. That's a look. I'll tell you, you that. You want to fit into that dress or what you're wearing while you're running? Hey, it's an excuse to wear yoga pants while I'm running. There it is. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's going <laughs> to be no mention of stretchy pants. Well, different oh, kind. Yeah. Different kinds. They are stretchy. They are, they they are stretchy. Yes. And sometimes you really wish they were stretchier. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, why don't we talk about, um, since we have Matt here, favorite moments from podcasting. So, Matt, what's your favorite moment from podcasting? Oh man, favorite moment from podcasting. I I don't even I um uh, or most embarrassing moment from podcast. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many of them. Uh see there's the uh, router bit on my hand. Um there's Ooh, uh <laughs> yes. I forgot about that. Ooh, that Yeah. yeah that I, that. I did not watch that one. I watched like your intro to it went, no, I think I'll wait till it's next. <laughs> um, I, I think the, the, the favorite thing, uh, honestly, is 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 just the, the camaraderie, like meeting people and uh, finding all these other people that have the, the same exact interest. I mean, obviously, there there's guilds, there's all these other things, but there really is. It, it's kind of people that are, are woodworking and, and enjoy podcasts, whether they create them or they listen to them. It's a completely different group of people than maybe you would find at your local guild 
you know, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. So I think that is probably my, my favorite all time thing about from podcasting, my favorite memory from that, um, you know, that, that kind of a thing. So that's that's definitely the biggest one more than anything else. That In fact, that outweighs all the trolls and the ones that you're just like, seriously, do you have nothing better to do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's fantastic. So, uh, so Diami, what's been your favorite moment? Um, from all I'm going to get 300 episodes. I'm going to get sentimental and I'll share Matt's opinion that it's really it's the camaraderie and the community. And I mm-hmm. think I've been pretty consistent in saying that across 300 episodes is that the community is absolutely fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. But it's not it's not my proudest moment and it's not my favorite moment. But when you were asking Matt about his moments, the moment that popped into my head was I don't know how many years ago this was. It was it was many, many years ago. It was what I recorded in my basement rather than in my shop. And I'd come downstairs and we've recorded at 9 p.m. Eastern for a very long time. And Mm -hmm. I came downstairs to record and I got everything set up and I fell asleep at the desk. And I remember waking up like 920, 930 and um, and Chris and Tommy like, where were you? What happened? We were waiting for you. (laughs) And I had just fallen asleep at the desk because it was nighttime. (laughs) (laughs) well so tom what's been one of your favorite or most memorable moment that was all the chicks i picked up through the years you know the fast of course yeah it was all that stuff you know the the, the fast living the 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 the, the, all the booze and all the drugs uh no it's tom uh, Tom, there's been plenty of booze well yeah there's plenty plenty um you know the, the the amazing thing about the pods always that there is force that was kind of working with you it was um it motivated you to to get better at what you were doing because you know well, part of my job is like struck you know during during the day like you know with with covid for the health department so i always wanted to bring at least something of value to you know the listener and and i never sometimes i did i mean i did the tom's tips and i did stuff and part of what i wanted to do was learn something did you say so tom's like, lips tom's lips no i said tom's hips oh okay <laughs> oh okay um so so it would be like all week I would think to myself, okay, what am I going to learn this week? If it's a simple finishing tip or if it was, a, you know, something with a chisel or whatever. And, you know, that was really kind of a fun thing because it was like a, this giant void of discovery. And I'd mm-hmm. watch other people, you know, woodwork and I'd see like, wow, that's a really cool trick. Let me see if I can do it. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, my God, this actually works. So, you know, I'd, I'd pull bits and pieces from what people were doing. I'd go into the shop and I'd experiment. Um, I remember one time doing this thing where I did an epoxy fill. I kind of screwed up this in uh, insert, um, and I just figured, well, let me go get some epoxy and put some some paint, uh, some acrylic paint in it and sand it down and see what it looks like. It came out looking great. So, uh, you know, that was something I like to share, you know. So it was like, okay, so we learn new things every week, and it always encouraged you to move forward in the uh, in, in your hobby. And that was really the cool thing about the, the podcast is because you're out there every once a week or once every other week. Plus, also with the blog, so it was always that there was always something new to learn. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. And well, then Chris, the share too. I mean, that was that was the best part. So yeah, no, that, that's fantastic. So Chris, what about you? What's your favorite moment from podcast? You know, I, I think it kind of comes back to kind of what everybody's saying. I yeah. think it was more, um, you know, connecting with people, and you know, it's always fun to kind of. I think the podcast kind of kept me motivated a little bit to, you know, try to keep in the shop and do stuff. But, you know, some of the best moments I think about, um, you know, I remember one episode 
that basically everybody bailed. Tom and Deami were gone, and it was me and Tom Fidget on the and and it was a great episode. And it was really it was a great episode because we weren't there. No, because we, it was it was great because we connected. You know, it was a nice connection. You, yeah. you talked to each other, and and that was that was what's nice. And I know, like Chuck Bender used to come on a lot. You know, we would get completely irate and just it was just giggles. Silly. It was like like a bunch of thirteen year old girls sitting around a microphone. Yeah, and and half the time it was like, oh my god, we absolutely did nothing on this episode. But it was, you know, we had a good time. We enjoyed it, and I, you know, I hope listeners enjoyed that. Yeah, well, cool, cool. So, yeah. Charlotte, what about you? Oh, geez. Uh, I mean, honestly, it, it, it kind of predates the the podcast, but it was it was getting to meet these guys, mm-hmm. you know, at at the events, and then and then getting involved. I mean, I I can't pick out necessarily. Eh. It was when you got to share my hotel room, wasn't it? Well, yeah. So <laughs> I I I've been known to sleep around with other podcasters. I think I had them first. You mad no, I don't think I did. No, Matt did. Oh, well, yeah, Matt? No, come on. In no, Cincinnati? you're right. You're right. It's like the no. second year in Cincinnati. And no. the, well, Matt was then the next year. Sorry. Yeah. But, Covington, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It was, yeah. He was looking for those, someone more cuddly. Two, and then Yami <laughs> yeah. and I stayed together. I don't spoon again. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, you know who I, I, I shared a room with? Um, oh, God. No, like Dave Pesciuto at, mm. at WIA in uh, yeah. Did North you guys drive down together? Yeah. Oh, no, he next door neighbors, down. right? No, almost. But he is a he's a go go ahead and drive with Dave. I don't want to throw shade too much, but whoa, boy. Whoa. And it and it's not that it's unsafe, it's overly cautious. That's that's, that's, that's the direction opinion. I would have said. Yeah. Dave yeah, strikes me like that. He's careful. <laughs> um but no, I uh it was just so the first time I, I knew of Tom, I knew we may have even tweeted back and forth a little bit, but when we the probably. first time I met him was w, the first, well, maybe the first year in Cincinnati, WIA, I drove down because I'm close enough just for the marketplace that day. A buddy of mine and I met and we walked in there and Tom's over at the uh, <laughs> the woodworking Olympics stuff <laughs> with Mike Seamson and just screaming drill, baby, drill over and over again. Still can see that in my mind, but really, I can hear Tom saying that right now. Absolutely, that but, was that was we 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 were barkers and we were carnival barkers. Oh we yeah, inside that that Olympics, it was great. You belong in a carnival. Remember that? Remember <laughs> the woman who showed up? She was wearing like high heels and she was out there, you know, rip sawing. It was hilarious. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. But no, like over, got over the years, all of that. Oh, I will say the the coolest thing and. It, it wasn't on the podcast, but Diami, it's when you and I were at Wood Magazine and walking out of one of the classes at that that mm-hmm. conference, and a guy turns around and goes, "Are you Sean?" I said, <laughs> "Well, yes, I am." He said, "I could tell it by your voice." I said, "That's uh, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. That is awesome. That's fun." Finewood working magazines. There was a guy turned around, did the same thing, goes, "Are you Chris?" I can't miss that accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. The same well, thing I, happened to me at uh, Fun Woodworking a um, couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. People Are told you me was like fingernails on a chalkboard. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's funny because I, I have that. I've had that happen a few times at airports where I had one guy I was going through uh, security. And it was funny because I was still in training and I was traveling with one of my coworkers. And we're going through security and the guy 
kind of stops and he's putting his shoes on and he's just staring at me. And my coworkers like she looks at me, she goes, what's wrong with him? Is there something wrong? What did you do to him? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. Just get your shoes. Let's get out of here. And I'm, I'm starting to panic a little bit, thinking like something major was happening. And he comes up to me and he's like, you have like you're on you're on a, a show aren't you and i'm like just keep walking just keep walking <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Yeah, yeah and then finally he put the two together and he's like oh my gosh you're you're matt vanderlis i'm like i am yes and so we talked a little bit and i'm like and i always have to ask him, like do you want to get a photo or something he goes why Yes. Nope. <laughs> and then the same thing happened in uh, the Charlotte airport. Samantha was with me. We were coming back from uh, uh, a vacation. And it was funny because I always told her, I said, I've had people stop me in the airport before and ask me. She's oh, like, no, yeah. you didn't. And just then somebody was going on. We were on the moving sidewalks. They were going the opposite direction. And he goes, oh, my God, you're Matt Vanderlis. Gets the other end and comes back down this way. And same thing again. I'm like, yeah, very nice to meet you. Do you want to get a photo or anything? He goes, no, why? And just walked away again. <laughs> you should probably stop asking that. Yeah, that's what I'm at this point now. I'm like, I'm not going to. <laughs> you should just say, you should say, let's get a photo. <laughs> yeah. We'll take it on my phone. <laughs> oh. So that's... Kyle, what has been your favorite? Oh, well, like everyone, it's it's the community. But um, besides that, I mean, I don't know if these are favorite moments, most nervous moments. It's when we had uh, Peter Galbert and Chris Williams on. Very nervous. Uh, Both uh, of those episodes I missed, you'll know. Yes, yes. <laughs> True. No, I think you were there for Peter no. Galbert's. I wasn't was there I, for Pete. I don't think I was. Uh, I, I thought you... No, I, I've met Pete a couple times. He's a sweet-as-hell yeah. guy. I like him, but I, I don't think I was yeah. there. Yeah, but I think it's just one of those, you know, hey, hey, guys you really look up to having, having them on. Um, but I've become a little bit more comfortable with that. But, you know, Chris was recent. I was still like, uh, Chris... <laughs> But even anyway. though you knew him yes 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 even though i knew him it's like yeah i want to make sure that you know everything goes well and you know all that kind of stuff so you know i'm yeah i'm a nervous nelly sometimes so uh but besides that besides the community and uh you know like i said those are nervous moments on the podcast but they are you know favorite moments in the in the case that hey we actually had these guys on our show so the that that was great um Probably discussing the demise of the earphone uh, uh, holder. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'm still only I glued mean, one antler back on. I mean, that was just. Uh, I, I mean, that that's a favorite moment just because the prior podcast we you know uh, put out there the over under on how long it's going to take you to finish this thing, and then you're going, I'm going to get it done this week. And you almost did. It was done. No, just no, it, it was not done. It was not installed. <laughs> Stupid technicalities. <laughs> exactly. Damn it. But uh, no, that was a pretty fun moment. But maybe it's because I'm only looking at what happened recently. But we've had a lot of great moments and a lot yeah. of great guests. And I think that's one thing that makes our podcast uh, so special to me. It's just all the guests we have on there. They're absolutely fantastic guests. And, uh, you know, like I said, I get nervous about a couple of them. It's just because, you know, hey, that's kind of the direction of woodworking I've taken is into the chair building. But, I mean, some of the other our other guests are just fantastic and some of the guests we already have recorded in the can and some upcoming guests are you suggesting uh, we might record out of order blasphemy. we might we might blasphemy blasphemy but anyway usually we're pretty current but uh, we do have uh, 
uh, about a four-week backlog, but we'll get caught up quickly. But some of the guests we have upcoming and some of the guests we've already yeah. recorded are absolutely fantastic. That four-week backlog explains why we didn't publish an episode last week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We, we 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 had some issues with this episode, but uh, we got it all they, under control. They were control. entirely my fault. I apologize. I, I have missed episodes. And, uh, I couldn't make it a couple weeks ago when we had the scheduled, but I, I sincerely appreciate everyone uh, pushing it back a couple weeks so I could join in because – I would hate to miss the 300th episode. <laughs> and, 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 and your run yes, you of are. stellar guests ends today oh. with this episode. Oh. Well, really, oh. this is just a rerun because everybody on tonight has been on before. It's nothing right. new. That's and true. really, if you went through the episodes, you could probably piece this whole conversation together from those old ones. <laughs> Quite honestly, this is it's like antique woodworking. We just bring it together and just cut and paste. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, that's fantastic. Well, so let, let's talk about what's next. So, Matt, uh, I know furlough's over now, but yep. but uh, are you going to be able to devote a little smidgen of time to Matt's basement workshop? You know, it is. It's definitely been been crossing my mind. Um, I've got yeah. some some more projects that are definitely uh, on on the table, and so uh-huh. that's what I'm thinking. Is like, you know, it it. Even if it's not a a, a full on thing, just kind of getting back in there and playing with it just a little bit more. To kind of just, you know, keep playing in the waters a little bit. I mean, it was definitely, I forgot how fun it was to actually kind of edit these things together and do this and then get that feedback, that interaction and everything. So no promises, but mm-hmm. I'm not ending the show. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I do have to echo uh, Sean's comments. I mean, uh, as soon as I heard that music come up, it's just like, holy crap. It's Matt. He's back. <laughs> I was like, I, I even I even probably, though the first now the, the the latter episodes those were current, but the first one I went, wait, that was recorded a couple of years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but but I, uh, I giggled when like I'm just on YouTube and I went, Matt, wow, okay, sure. And then it was like, ding, like that intro and everything. I was like, man, it's been a minute. Like that was just so so cool. Well, I have to tell you, the funny thing is I, I got this feeling where when that first went out, a lot of people had that reaction, right or wrong. I don't know your taste. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but it was funny because when the second one out, it was like, oh, oh, you're actually going to do this? <laughs> oh, it's, really, it's happening again? Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> you probably should space these out by a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. Yeah. No, well, real quick, Kai, before you go forward, I was going to ask Matt. Um. It, do you find it any easier now? Because your kids are older, older than mine, at least. Um, is it, do you have even going back to work? W- is it a little easier to come home and not have to monkey around with anything that you, you did five, ten years ago? Um, or, or I guess maybe you don't know because it's, we're just coming off furlough. But you know, it's just, just something that I, I thought about. I mean, my kids are in like their prime. They're both in high school now, and and right. Yeah, no, it, it's it. I, I do. I love the idea that I don't have to like, you know, like, all right, no, what, what are we doing? I got to go do this and maybe have to come up here and cover this, you know, so that Sam can do this or something like that. Mm-hmm. The one goal that I my not goal, my favorite thing that I love is my my son has moved into the bedroom in the basement, which is right next to the shop. Oh, yeah. And so I get to go in and make a ton of noise and wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's like. It's one in the afternoon. You're still sleeping. Daddy's working. <laughs> yeah. And we're up. And That's Nichols. 
The only time I have for Matt's basement workshop is between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. every morning. <laughs> yeah, every morning. <laughs> exactly. Like it or not. <laughs> so I do announce myself on the way down, though. I'll open the basement door. I'm like, I'm coming down to do something. Oh, you just well, don't up the saw and boom. <laughs> I always make sure the planer's running even when I don't have anything in it. Does your does your air filter have a remote? You could just turn it on and make noise before you even get down there. there you know, I that's I've actually thought about that. <laughs> kicking it on. Hey, It'd be even up. better if I had an app and I could actually like be in like a different state and then just turn it on. <laughs> There's an app for that. There, yeah, there, there is, is. There is. There is. Yeah, yeah. Both my kids have lights in their room on an app. I can totally mess with them when I'm at work. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's great. Well, I did like your uh, spring break with your uh, son uh, mm. on Instagram. That was absolutely mm, fantastic was and hilarious. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yeah. And uh, convincing him to do it, uh, there was a little prodding on it. But then I think <laughs> once he realized what we were doing. He's like, all right, well, this is I'm not going to say it's cool, but we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> My participation does not equal endorsement. That's exactly there it. it yes, yeah. yeah. I'm doing this purely for your fun, old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he looked like he was enjoying himself there. There, at least, uh, at least on the photos, he was. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm an excellent editor, thanks to Sam's photo <laughs> skills. <laughs> that was actually a smile when he was five. Didn't that Great. So, so, uh, so, Tom, what are you up to? What's next for Tom? Well, what's what's currently going on now is I've got to finish up my my master's degree. Um, right. I have to try to get through this COVID business um, because now I work for the health department. Um, so we're you know deep. Yeah, up yeah, yeah. You you went from hurricane to health, right? Yeah. I, mean, you know, I thought it'd be I thought it'd be quieter in the health department. <laughs> Florida. I, I thought for sure I'd be yeah. playing you know back, second fiddle. But well, I'm yeah. sure the hurricane people are saying just stay over there in the health. I don't know what's going on. Um, well, hey, if you're going to jump to a different department, can you let me know so that I can do some stock trades? Because I want to get ahead of that. Figure sure. out what's going to be the big thing. <laughs> I'm moving to uh, you know, automobiles next. So, All yeah. right. Well, in that case. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, you know, the COVID thing is, you know, it's, it's out of control. This, you know, people are all over the place. They're eager to get outside again, you know, unlike woodworkers who want to be in their shops. Um, so, you know, they're, they're out there and it, it, there may be another lockdown because people just can't stop being out in public. They just want to get together, which I can understand. People are social. So, um, so we're, you know, we're busy trying to do all this stuff. My, my classes have gone from in person to online. Um, but once I get through that and I'm getting married on October 10th, remarried on October 10th. Um, no, 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 it's just married. No, no, no. Yeah, married. Just married. married. Just married. Um, yeah. What will happen is then, um, you know, I might have time next uh, next spring, next winter in the spring. So I don't know. Do I get back into it? I have to see what I've got. So I'll have to go take inventory of the tools and, you know, and move the, move the workbench into the living room and see what we do from there. Just tell them it's an early restoration hardware bench. <laughs> 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 you know, it's funny. Diami and I built a, uh, what is it, Nicholson? Nicholson. Yes, a Nicholson workbench. It's a short Nicholson workbench. It's like four and a half feet long. And um, it's this little pony bench. You know, I, I guess if I'm not doing anything too big, it'll work. I, hey, hey, I'm going to put Chris's whining aside and comment that I've been working out of a one-car garage for well over a decade now. And oh, I, 
I, size I is not a limit. I mean, I'm I'm podcasting uh, off a 12 foot slab right now. Well, yeah, it's 12 feet long. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've got a little four foot bench. But I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be building like giant, you know, kitchens worth of cabinets. I'm not doing like that. But you know, most of my work anyway was small projects. When you think about it, back in Tom's workbench, everything was boxes and like that. So that's the ideal size, and you don't have you're not chasing things all over the place. And, well, and I, you can well, work in your living room with. In the past about, you know, people getting into woodworking or having in limited space, you know, I think all of us have some post or some discussion or some yeah. podcast about, you know, what do you do in a small space? And yeah. there's a ton of stuff, you know, there's a ton of projects that you can do with limited amount of space. You know, you're Absolutely. right. I mean, that's the thing. It's, you know, woodworking doesn't necessarily have to be the giant, you know, wall full of bookshelves. Right. It doesn't have to be the, 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 you know, the giant couch. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, a Morris chair. It could be, like I said, a little, you know, desktop valets or things like that. Mm. But I mean, even, you know, even something like a blanket chest or something could be built on that size of a bench. Yeah. Yep. How are your nieces doing? Um, ex-nieces. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, they were all ex nieces. They were all on the other side of the family, Dion. Oh. No, they all burn their uh, book, their uh, blanket <laughs> chest. Don't get so. hope chest. Yeah. I don't know. Hope chest, yeah. Sorry, blanket chest, hope chest, yeah. yeah. I don't think they were given an axe to bust things up, but it, it, it's it's okay to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to do it and have an argument with them, so all good. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's you know, as far as I can tell, I mean, I, I, the funny thing is, I still have a few projects laying around from when I built, but I I sold so many projects and I gave so many projects as gifts. It's like you know, I, I just have a few things that I held onto when I built them. And it's like. You know, it, it's such a great touchstone to, to, to look at that and think, okay, gosh, I remember building. And yes. Even though I don't have the tools right now to do it, you know, or, or the time to do it right now, I can say I can do it. Quite quite frankly, you've gone through such life changes and very understandably de- departed with so much of your woodworking stuff. Um, I find it touching that you still hold on to the bench that I invited myself to your house to build. <laughs> hey, I mean, it was it was the oddest thing in the world. All of a sudden, Diami just gives me a call like, "Hey, uh, I'm coming down." I'm oh, like, I, I, it wasn't. Hey, I'm in Tampa. No, it was like, <laughs> oh no, Tom picked me up at the airport. <laughs> I'm getting off the plane. <laughs> so we went to the, we went to the woodworking show in Tampa, yeah. and then we went like you know we went and saw parts of you know the Tampa Bay area. We we, we ate at the Columbia restaurant. Remember they drinks with your mom that stuff. And, we and you guys built that in the. In the front lobby of the woodworking shows, or it was actually the back of the space. But yes, we built it in the woodworking show, and you we know everybody's tools. And, yes, and nobody, nobody questioned what you were doing. Yeah, everybody. We knew everybody who had the tools, so they were all willing to lend us tools. And no one from the show gave us even like a second <laughs> look, let alone a hard time. Um, I was more than comfortable getting in an argument with them, but there was no one to argue with. Like it was just. Mm. We were just there building a bench, and no one had anything to say about it. And, and the funny thing show. was, it's like we were we were in the back putting it together, yeah. and like we were right next to Jim Heavey's bench, uh, uh, you know, little display uh, area where he was doing his presentation. And people were just looking over at us. Jim's up there doing his thing, and they just turned around looking at us while we're trying to assemble his bench. <laughs> and we, Tom, we literally just pulled Tom's truck up to the back of the of the shows and walked in like the loading dock and and jumped a pile of lumber right in the back and just started building a bench. No one said anything. 
Well, you know what it was is they just were happy that you weren't in the classes. Yes. That was the whole thing. <laughs> yes. That's that's the only reason. They're just like just keep those kids occupied. That's exactly what it was. Not gonna heckle us. Let them yeah. go. Yeah. Let them go. Go. I think everybody that's always been associated with that, or, or it's always been super nice. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, everybody. You know, Jim, I, I can remember Jim Heavey, you know, I think the last time I was there, I, I come walking through there. Jim's in the middle of a presentation and just stops and goes, hey, Chris, and just, you know, like <laughs> right in the middle. You know, they just all just kind of normal, just kind of down to earth, you know, really nice guys. So I would walk past the room and I'd get security. <laughs> anyway. Well, I, I remember walking into the back of a, the, the room where it was the last woodwork in America I attended and David Marks was on. And I'm like. David Marks. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, little teeny tiny Tom. Here's David Marks. I walk in the back of the room. I stand in the back. He goes, hey, Tom. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> how the hell do you know me? <laughs> yeah, that is fantastic. Yeah. Ah, well, so, Chris, yeah, you mentioned a couple of things, but so what's what's up next for you? I mean, Gosh, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, I mean, I think work still uh, work still keeping me busy. I'm not not really slowing down on that you know my girls are always keeping me busy and as you guys said i'm 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 on my boat and, and uh but you know i'm i'm trying to get back in the shop i'm trying to get back and kind of slow down a little hey, bit and I, covid's kind of been good for that if i could guilt you into this by your neighbor <laughs> lee merriweather is back woodworking and podcasting i think you can uh, uh. Lee's got it. lee's a divorce attorney and that's got to be a busy time for him so uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So many close calls. So many close calls. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's it's actually it's been nice getting back into the shop a little bit and and uh, putting things in and you know I think it's kind of been a good reminder to kind of slow down just a little bit and um, you know kind of take some time to do other things you know trying to business and all that kind of stuff all the time so yeah who knows I don't know I've been trying to get back and at least spend some time in the shop and you know whether I'll get back into doing more of the you know, posting stuff. I don't know. We'll see. You know, the, the one thing I really like about being back in woodworking at the moment, at least, is that when I burn my mistakes, there's less judgment about it. Yes. <laughs> it's easier. That's good. People are easy. open to the idea of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sir. There's a lot of posts about people burning. Mm. Yeah, I saw, uh, who was? Yesterday, um, uh, Terp Turnings, I think, you know, on Instagram, was burning a bunch of uh, turnings that didn't quite make it. And it's kind of interesting. He had, like, slow motion videos of the, uh, of you know, vessels going up in uh, flame and smoke. <laughs> it's it's cathartic, right? I mean, just let Yeah, I think throw. so. I don't know if I could do it. I used oh, to feel that way. You know, <laughs> I have a chair. Come on. I have a chair that it was like, it, this is probably one of the. I don't know, right out of military, one of the first projects that I did kind of just as a hobby woodworker, and it was a chair I built out of birch lamp. And then it sat in my house for 15, 17, I don't know how many years, and it's so bad, you can't even sit on the chair. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's funny, Chris, because in my attic, I have a Mm -hmm. chair that you made that you can't sit on. Ah, I'm woodworking. That's right. I didn't get any better. And so I had this chair sitting there, and like I put, I put stuff on the chair so that nobody sits on it. And I saw the chair the other day, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go burn the damn chair. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm tired of carrying this chair around, and it's, it's never gonna be able to sit in it because it's a crappy chair, even if it looks a little bit cool. But 
still a crappy chair. Mm, but it's it's your crappy chair. True. And it's just a burn. Just don't sit in the crappy chair while you're burning it. No. <laughs> that'll, that'll, I mean, you can. No, I've made some so, crappy chairs and uh, haven't burned any of them, but I have cut them up for parts for other chairs. So, so the other chair that Yami's talking about was from mm-hmm. uh, Working Lives. I guess, oh, yeah. was that the year? I think it was the second year. Mm-hmm. Was it the first the year was up in uh, in Purchase, New York. This was in Connecticut. It was in New Haven. Okay. So it was the so, second so year. They, chair building competition and i don't know how many of us were like three or four of us on that team and we built I, you a, have to, uh, honestly you have to tell me who was on the team because the two those first two years i ended up missing half the conference both times because it conflicted with a vacation um so i wasn't there when you guys built the chair but when i showed up the next morning i helped pekovich vacuum the rug that you built the chair on <laughs> i want to say maybe aaron marshall was on the team mm. and brian brazil I think maybe Brian, I can't remember. I think there was either three or four of us on the team. And it was basically, you had to build a chair out of a two by four. So yeah, we had like, a, I don't know, maybe a five two by fours or something. You got a pile of two by fours, a couple of Bosch hand tools and had to do seating in an hour or something like that. Yes. Yeah. So okay. we built a made prize win. <laughs> it's a little wobbly. <laughs> I can imagine. And frankly, your finish is wanting a little bit. <laughs> is, is that the one that they're, they're using as an example when they try to do it? They're like, you can build something really nice or you can build this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's what they post. If It's somewhere deep on the website in Fine Home Building, but it's uh, Fine Woodworking, rather. But it's like, you know, there's Fine Woodworking and then there's this chair. Oh, that's the one that showed up in their April Fool's uh, magazine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, well. mentioned, you mentioned vacuuming carpets which yes. is carpets can you remember roy underhill squaring logs into beams oh yes, yes I, I do and almost He's dying like, in the process i remember him trying to square a log in the escalator mm-hmm. yeah, i remember mm-hmm. him, remember him bringing the log in on that dial yeah. and he yeah. had some ride the log in yeah yeah, yeah. He, 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 you mentioned y'all guys mentioned earlier chris bagby with highland woodworking it was Chris's daughter, Molly. Yeah, it was. It was. Yes. Molly yep. was on the front of the log, holding on to the axe that he had drove into the front, yes. while Paul Roy pushed her down the center of it like a carnival barker. Yes. And, and, he, and, and, he, and he had me come up and hold the log upright, and he got <laughs> on the other side and started chopping into the log. And then, then when he got it kind of, kind of roughly squared, he got it up. Remember, he was on that riser. Yep. 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 And mm-hmm. he put it on a pair of saw horses. And you're nervous he was gonna hit the ceiling with the axe when he swung the axe. Right. Check first to see if he had the headroom. Right. The riser was probably two feet tall. The saw horses were probably three feet tall. And then the log. And then Roy standing on top of it. And then he held the like the, the what the, the, the barely three foot long axe. Yeah. And the whole thing was shaking back and forth, and you thought, okay, this is where Roy dies. Yeah. I, I actually I have this on video, which it's at uh, uh, it's an old it's Woodworking America 2013 Roy Underhill Timber. If anybody wants to, I have nine minutes and 33 seconds of him doing this. Oh. <laughs> Link giant, in the show notes. And there were, and there were giant chunks, giant, giant chunks of wood being thrown into yes. the audience. It yes. was like Shamu Splash on, except you could lose an eye. <laughs> Tom, I think that was the same year that they did the, 
what was it they called it? The the woodworker, the online woodworkers little discussion. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And and <laughs> we're all standing here, and Tom, like throughout everybody introducing themselves, Tom would take a step back and step down a person, take a step back and step down until he was on the very end of the entire group. So we all go through and talk, and in the end. I'm pretty sure that Tom talked about the dangers of hurricanes, but I'm not quite sure. No, no, no. <laughs> I remember I was last, and as they're going through, Tom like pushes me ahead of him so he could be last, so he could close the whole thing out. That's right. <laughs> yes. People were afraid. We ne- we were never invited back after that. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yep. That was the last that. Yeah. Yeah, that's when they decided modern woodworking needed to not be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't ready. So I see that on our screen here, we've got uh, Roy chopping. This is, this, is a, this is a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, oh that is God. fantastic. Yep, that's, that's Roy, just yep. chop away. Chop away. Yeah, Those wood chips, but it was like the worst Gallagher you know, concert that you were ever at. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was like, it was like those things were coming off and like flying. Um, you know, just, I mean, like three, four rows deep. It was incredible. And, um, you know, he was out there. He, he, he was all over it. Yeah, there I am. Yeah. Nick Brown. <laughs> Nick Brown. Oh, Nick there's Brown. Nick. Yeah. I was wearing Matt. Oh, I think there, there, there's <laughs> someone with the chip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah. I think wait, I deliberately wait. sat in the second or third row just to make sure that I'd have somebody in front of me as a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. <laughs> Ian? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is great podcasting. We're watching videos. And, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. That, that people Sorry. can't relate to. So there's Diami. There's. Not wood. Yeah. 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 So years ago, we shot a video of ourselves woodworking and we're watching it now. So this is great audio. Yeah. This, this is yeah. going to have to be. Yeah. This is going to have to be in the show notes. Oh. This clip has there, 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 the there's best. Mike, uh, there's Mike who scared that poor little girl on the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't. Was it Mike? Don't be scared. Was, uh, <laughs> I won't hurt you. And then yes. she got I off on the next step. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Was, you know, Tom, there we go. Tom, playing it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grip it, bitch, bitch, bitch. Um, do you remember in North Carolina, we were walking down. I can't remember where we were headed, but we, we were going out to dinner one night. I think it was the place where I switched shirts with um, with Ann. Oh, that was <laughs> at Irish Club. And, um, and uh, I remember that. That was shrapnel. Um, oh, and yeah. Somebody was getting arrested. Yes. Yes. And there's a picture of me posing there with the, the, the dude getting arrested. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Man, well, North Carolina was where they had uh, they had a – a uh, topless place like right across the street from the convention center or wasn't even a, <laughs> yes, yeah, it, that's right. There was. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, it was and like it BYOB. Was, yeah. It was like the <laughs> sleaziest thing. And it wasn't like down from the, it was across the street from the side entrance of the convention center. It was like, okay, this is kind of a sketchy neighborhood. We're in here. Uh, I saw. <laughs> it was very much like the, uh, if what's happening in the convention center is not your thing, yeah, come we on might over. be there. There you go. There you go. And uh, so we'll stop the conversation there about that place and move <laughs> right along. <laughs> so what about our fortnightly beer choices? So, uh, Sean, what are you drinking? So I've got uh, one of my favorites, a common favorite of mine, Dogfish Head Sequench Ale. 
as it's warming up, a good refreshing sour, the way to go. I'll say some. Fantastic. Yami, what are you drinking? I am enjoying a uh, Dubco IPA from the uh, Destination Unknown Brewing Company. Okay. Matt, what do you have to recommend? Uh, well, so I don't have it in front of me, and I kind of wish I did, but uh, there's a <laughs> local uh, brewery for me that uh, they have a, a really amazing uh, Russian stout that's just off the top. It's, it's just it's amazing. It's called uh, LMFAO. Let me fetch you another another oh, one. Nice. And uh, it's it's pretty dang good. And you can get it uh, in a nitro version also. Who is that? Uh, so it's called Pigeon Hill Brewery. Pigeon Hill. Okay. Mm. Might have to take a drive. You Good are guess. welcome to. It's amazing. <laughs> so, Chris, what are you drinking tonight? So, I am drinking a Monday Night Brewing, which is an Atlanta brewery, uh, Blind Pirate. And then I also have another one from Gainesville, Georgia, just up the street from me. And I, I love their brewery name. It's Left Nut Brewing. <laughs> so, apparently, the story is, is the guy that, that he retired from something. So he retired, decided to start an, a yeah. brewery. And I guess somebody had asked him like six months before, you know, what he would, what he wants to do after he retired. And he says, I'd give my left nut to open a brewery. And <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> so both of those. Understood. Are- understood. Don't understand why he didn't call it the right nut brewery is left nut. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so tom i think yes. we know what you're drinking but go ahead I'll, I'll tell you i'm not drinking any sort of brewed beverage i'm drinking a distilled one this evening um mm-hmm. it's been the beverage of choice um for this uh, whole covid lockdown it's been a maker's mark uh, whiskey um so having myself a little weeded uh, bourbon here um which is which is nice having it neat um i figured you know that's that's the that's the that's the more you know refined way to have it exactly uh, I, I think you pick up a little bit more of the flavors i mean some people add a little water to it to kind of to kind of mm-hmm. less alcohol bite but yeah you know, i found uh-huh. that neat is, neat is nice mm. yeah i like the maker's mark it's 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 a nice it's a is it a uh it's say what it's weeded bourbon yeah i know but i mean um what, what's the age on it i'm sorry oh well, um it's bottle it's a, it was an excellent week, whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I forgot yeah. I what makers mark are, but no, it's it's, it's a, a fantastic bourbon. Yeah. Now, now there's there's um you know of course obviously bourbon has to be made in Kentucky, but yeah. here locally in St. Pete, there's actually a St. Petersburg distillery uh, mm-hmm. right here in Dallas County, and they make a Sunshine City uh, whiskey, uh, which is bourbon style uh but it's but it's uh distilled outside of kentucky so they can't legally call it bourbon uh, but it's barrel aged and all that other stuff and it's actually really good stuff I've, I've had it several times and uh you know i think um you know coming up in the next couple of days i've got to make a quick run over to the uh to the liquor store so i might restock on that cool cool, cool. support yep. local business right absolutely Heck yeah well fantastic well, great. Well, let's uh, see where everyone can find us on. Hold the on, interwe- Kyle. What are you drinking? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm the drinking show something. I know what it is, but we need to let the listeners. It's Carbach Hoppadillo IPA. It's kind of like the uh, the the standard beer around the uh, Barton household, especially during the uh, quarantine, because I do a lot of the curbside delivery, and when I start ordering esoteric beers, they say we don't have that, and they don't 
and they don't sub it out for anything. So I just don't get it. But I know they always have the car box. Do you guys have curbside at local breweries or are you doing curbside at like a supermarket or something? The supermarket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we do have curbside at the liquor store, but uh, it's even sketchier on beers for some reason. Yeah. Most of most of our local breweries are doing it. You go run the website and order it. So like I went yeah. on the Upco website as I was leaving work and a half hour later I was able to be in their parking lot and they brought it out to the car. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, you know. I'm not that adventurous. So, <laughs> <laughs> so as, as a result of, of all this going on, uh, Ohio started allowing to-go cocktails. Yes. So oh, we have that too. Yeah. And other things. And now, apparently, the law has been changed to make that permanent. <laughs> no matter how this wow. is, now you can ju- you can go to your favorite Mexican restaurant and just get a tequila to-go. Well, oh, you'd be yeah. foolish not to also get a burrito. Well, that we, too. We've been totally getting margaritas to go. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of our places are like, you know, hey, what do you want? Daiquiri, margarita, whatever. You want a gallon of it? We got it. There you go. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's such a red eye. Yeah, and, it, and, and what's weird is they have to do it separately. So they'll give you the mix and a gallon jug and like a 750 uh, milliliter bottle of the alcohol or something. And leave it to you to mix it at home. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But anyway. So, um, Matt, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, well, there's a couple different ways you can find me. Of course, uh, my uh, Instagram is at m vanderlist and i do have a second one which is at this furloughed life which really is just me being lazy and i just mirror it from what i'm putting on the other one usually mm-hmm. um you can also find me at mattsbasementworkshop.com and i occasionally kind of do my uh i still got a page over at facebook in fact what is that it's like matt's basement workshop or something oh. basically just just type matt vanderlist and you'll you'll stumble across me somehow whether you like it or not <laughs> be careful <laughs> i know right yes <laughs> i get nervous when i have like one of those classmate.com things that comes up because somebody mentioned you and i'm like you did what? <laughs> <Can't Ooh>. be- <laughs> so chris where can folks find you on the interwebs so i would say probably the easiest place to find me still would be on uh, instagram at high rock ww and i think highrockwoodworking.com still active it i pop through there every once in a while to check on it but i haven't done anything <laughs> yet. So, instagram instagram there you go there you go and and you'll see great pictures of his nice chevelle that's a fantastic <laughs> ride yeah. so to... tom where can folks yeah. find you oh well, you'll find me someplace i don't know um <laughs> I'm still up at Tom'sWorkbench.com, which is which is kind of cool because it's a time capsule. It's like which one of you has a more recent post? Um, there is no more recent post. Well, no, but Chris's most recent post is May 10th, 2014, and Tom's Workbench is still loading. Um, it was April 16th, 2017. So you win, Tom. Jeez, I win. So yeah, I've got the most updated blog out there. So I'm feeling pretty good about this. Um, you can find me on, on on Facebook. That's where I am most of the time. So you know, it's you know, I'll I'll, I'll put I'll check in people's uh, woodworking stuff, see how it's going, you know, that kind of stuff. You just see me around. I'll just kind of cruise around drinking drinking liquor. So if you see me stop by, we'll say hey. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. So so you're basically the woodworking troll right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes. kind of like, hey, hey, like, like the dude in the Big Lebowski. Hey Tom. <laughs> Yeah. 
since these days, you know, you're going to school and getting married and doing all this other stuff and not creating content, would <laughs> you say you're a content whore? Well, you, you might say. I mean, I think that that's been called worse by people. I was just thinking you might have taken the mantle from someone else. Yeah. No, no, no. I've been thrown out of better joints in this, too, so don't worry about it. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the kind of content I'm I'm making right now is no fully cited, uh, you know, scholarly papers. Is so, it APA style? Uh, yeah, APA is the one I've I've been told to pretty much stick to. So yeah, yeah. it's a safe bet. Yeah, APA is the kind of like you know, yeah, kind of your standard there. So um, yeah, so it's it is kind of funny. One of my papers actually got picked up, and uh, speaking about emergency management, up in Emmitsburg, Maryland, at the Emergency Management Institute, I am enshrined in their library. One of my papers wow. made it, so Ooh. I went up there, and there it was. You know, it was in the paper. It was, it was, it was great to be, you know, like memorialized that way. So it was kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. That is cool. And uh, Tom helped me get published. Oh, really? How did I do that? <laughs> Back in the day, remember the hurricane stuff? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. All I can tell you is this: I posted those two stories back to back. Um, and, and wait, 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 can I tell a story? Yeah, go for it. So you're at the national hurricane conference and the <laughs> dude who runs the national hurricane conference, who's this big hurricane guy who all the hurricane people know about, he comes to you and he's like, Tom, I saw your post about the woodworking and the hurricane thing with the Kyle guy. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. So Bill Reed, the former hurricane center director is like, dude, you know, what are you doing talking about woodworking and hurricanes? All right. So, so now you're famous. Your story is exchanged along, along all the hurricane forecasts. It's wonderful. Exactly. You're going to walk into a hurricane conference and everyone's going to be like, Kyle, is that you? It sounds like Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy. I'm the guy. No. Well, so, you know, I had to, you know, give Tom a compliment and pat myself on the back. So, anyway, Diami, so where can folks find you on the interwebs? Um, I can be found on the Twitter at Diami Plotke, where I'm more than happy to join a new woodworking group and start another woodworking podcast. Wow. <laughs> wow. Why would you off? What happened? <laughs> so, uh, Sean, what about you? I'm uh, at SeanW78 on most social medias that matter. Kyle, how about you? That's a nice you hat. Can... Thanks. <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, you can always find me at Barton.Kyle on Instagram, the only social media platform that matters. And with that, that just about wraps it up for this show. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. Then you'll never miss any of our exciting upcoming 350 <laughs> more episodes. Hell yes. So, and while you're there, please leave us a review. And I'm supposed to say something now. But <laughs> um, what I will say is... Grab, grab some of your best friends, the people you've made friendships with over uh, your hobby, <laughs> over your hobbies and your crafts and the stuff you love and just hang out with them and have a good time. And even if it involves some vulgarity that you shouldn't share over a podcast, <laughs> just, just enjoy your friends and go go make some stuff and have a good time. Because really, these days, what else do we have? True. No, no truer fact than that right there. Uh, Diami, play the outro music. Thank you, Kyle. I'm going to press the red button now. <laughs>